0: Welcome to the True Wealth Investors Podcast, a show all about real estate investing to help increase your income, lifestyle, and impact.
1: All right. Welcome, everybody. I am back today with my good friend, Stas Solomon, uh, who has been on multiple times before. I know you recognize him. And uh, so he is back today to share some tips on how to manage a renovation. So welcome, Stas. Glad to have you, man. Chad, I'm pumped to be here. Thank you for having me all again. All right. Man, it's been a little while. This COVID business, I haven't been seeing you in person as much. It's been more online. I know, but it all changes Tuesday. So I'll be there, um, you know, for the meeting. So. All right. Awesome. Tuesday's the day. I look forward to it. That's right. So, So there's a lot going on with your business right now. And, you know, keeping up and catching up with you, you know, you're going to managing multiple projects, which is huge. And a lot of people I know can't get to that level, right? A lot of people get successful at managing one, but can never make the jump to managing multiple. So, yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's, a, it's a trip once you start multiple jobs. A lot of, if you don't have the right people, it's, I mean, it, it's a challenge.
1: Yeah. And I know for me, a huge hurdle with anything that I want to do, right? If I'm trying to learn a new skill or a new system, if I've never seen an example of it, it's really hard for me to figure out um, how that even comes about. So I think it'll be insightful for people to hear from you on how you do it, what your background is, just to get a glimpse of what that looks like, right? Yeah. So, so fill, uh, fill us in your background because you had a job with that role, right? That
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, really gave you the experience to feel confident going into what you're doing now. So what was that job and really what did it entail? Well, it actually all started
0: out when I was 20. I bought my first house, had no idea how to rehab, nothing. Um, but you know, it just made a whole lot of sense to buy. I put some roommates in there, and that's really how it started. Arthur, actually, this was in Virginia. Arthur came down, and me and him did the, the, our first house together. We did the bathroom, and we did a kitchen in like three days. And uh, oh, a of, yeah, a lot of beer drinking, a lot of not sleeping, but we got it done. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, from there on, once once I got out of the military um, or once I was getting out of the military, I did an internship it was six months to where I followed around a construction project manager. Some in our job was to renovate bank owned foreclosures. So this was in New Jersey. And uh, we probably done about uh, eight or nine properties during that six months. Um, that's really where I learned the systems, you know, how to use Excel how to have you know the right kind of spreadsheets to where you can budget work um you know the gaunt charts just to kind of you can schedule people and get a big overview picture of uh of you know the project after i got out of the military after the internships they uh, they gave me a job here in columbus and uh, they just opened up the market so i did that for uh what like eight or nine months and then uh, our business just took off and uh, i was i was I was losing all my hair trying to keep up with it. So I, I had to, I had to give it up. We, we just got way too busy.
1: Sure, I, I, I figured there was a story behind the hair loss. I there had to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for, uh, for everybody not familiar, what is a gaunt chart? Cause I it's think that's good. a key tool.
0: It's basically a visualization so it helps you to plan work. It's it breaks uh the job down into small tasks and then you can assign that and then from there on you can kind of keep it keep a good eye on what's going on and it helps you plan people. So if you have uh say our next project, right, needs in your roof. It doesn't make sense for you to have the roofer start on such a day and then have brand new drywall in there if if you got holes in your roof, right? So it just keeps everything straight. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, you can look at it and just kind of refresh of
1: where you're at and it also keeps you on schedule. Sure. So what, what software or what tool do you use for that? How do you, how do you build yours?
0: I use Excel.
1: Um, Excel really? Yep. That's awesome. That, I mean, that's so easy. So now I'm really curious. Cause I've never done that on Excel.
0: Yeah, there's a ton of templates out there. Uh, The one that I picked up, I got from uh, my previous work. So, you know, it just works. It makes sense. Okay. Uh, I, I borrowed some ideas from that and kind of worked on it to improve it, to make it work more for us in our market.
1: Okay. So if I Google like Excel, Gaunt templates, something like that, there are templates out there?
0: Yeah, there's actually software out there where it can walk you through the whole job. So you punch it in, you can punch in like uh, right now we're in a, uh, a family room. So you could punch in, I need three brand new outlets. I need a new ceiling fan. I need to paint this room and maybe I need to replace a window. And then, you know, it will uh, crunch numbers and give you an idea of what your bid should be. So it makes things a whole lot simpler.
1: Cool. All right. Yeah, and I didn't say, you are on location right now. On, right now. On the job site, tuning in. <laughs> and it's looking and good. Yep. <laughs> so, so what are you doing now? How many jobs are you running? How's that working uh, currently with your business?
0: So right now, we're, we're only down to two. That's um, the one that I'm in now, which went on the market today. Um, if you guys want to see that one, that one is uh 112 Roosevelt. Here's Frankfield. Um, you guys could take a look at that. That's the house I'm in now. And uh we're selling one of our one of our rentals. Right now, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, in my opinion, to be a landlord.
1: Um, oh cutting directly my heart, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm hurting <Herman. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'd do without my landlording. Come on, that's me. Uh, but yeah,
0: not, no, right now it just makes sense to flip. There is no inventory out there right now. You can't kick tenants out, even if they're not paying. You know, it's the environment is against landlords. So if you could cash out right now, the market is sky high. Uh, you know, that, that's something that we're doing. We're just taking that money and using that for flips. Sure. And yeah, let's head
1: what types of flips are you doing? I know once you get it on the on the market, man, it's gone because there's no inventory. But exactly. are you are you doing like massive rehabs right now? More cosmetic type things? What types of projects? So uh,
0: right now we're doing mostly cosmetic uh, stuff. And by cosmetic, I mean we're we would replace windows, replace the roof, replace the siding, uh, but we are not doing like We're not doing the jobs uh, like half the house burnt down. We're going to wreck it and then rebuild it. We've done that in the past. And um, you got to be real good for that. Uh, You got to have a lot of patience. You got to know a lot of stuff. You got to know a lot of people. And uh, it's just for me, it's too time consuming. So I like these quick, quick jobs,
1: quick turns. Last flip I did was we converted a garage into a fourth bedroom and moved the washer dryer and it was on a slab. I was like, never (laughs) again. I'm done, man. (laughs) So yeah, the cosmetic one, that's the way to go. I like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, and then I I think it's so much easier. It's hard to get a, to get like a uh, structural engineer out to a place to, assess everything. There's all these inspections, and everything like that. But you can get a painter and the guy to do hardwood floors, you know, off the internet. Uh, it's it's so much easier. No specialized knowledge, you know, let's BS.
1: Yeah, sure. All right. So fill us in, you know, how many people are involved in the, in this typical rehab? Are you hands-on at all? Or are you just acting as kind of the general contractor overseeing the subs. What's, what's your role in that big picture process?
0: So in the past, we've done everything. Um, I've been, you know, when, when we can't find good people and we're in a pinch, I'll go on the job and, you know, I'll knock it out myself. Uh, the directions that we're moving towards is, uh, we're, we're just bringing on a a GC Eric. So he's going to be handling our next project. Uh, that way it kind of frees us up, but we've, we've done plenty of stuff in the past on this particular job that I'm in. We had a, we had a crew for painting and hardwood floors. Uh, we had our granite guy come in and do this thing. I have this, uh, wonderful lady who comes in stages, everything. Um, and then we have a finished guy, which we're very lucky to have. This guy's amazing. He'll fix all the small stuff that, that we need to do. And, uh, basically that's it. I, I had to do, uh, you know, kind of very little on this job That's awesome. short of supervising.
1: Yeah. And that's really not that many people, you know, for, no. for rehab. That's great. So I guess let's nail down a little bit of the specifics of the process, um, with you and your projects is what's the order you like to do things in. Um, you know, how do you stack? Do you have more than one person working in the house at a time? Do you only schedule them so that they're, uh, you know, offset times? What exactly is your process laying that project out and then seeing it through?
0: So typically we, we try to have multiple people on the job. Uh, sometimes contractors bump not head the bump heads though.
1: Um, yeah, I've had, I've had some of those too, getting the calls and they're like trying to rat the other guy out. And I'm like, good, right. good, I feel like a babysitter here. What's
0: going on? Right, and then, and then they nitpick each other's work and then they're yeah. like, this is not right. And the other guy's are like, this is not right. Um, yeah, basically, I try to have multiple people on the job in different areas. So typically what I do is I give a contractor a space. So like this, this bathroom that, that was added on, that was one individual that did that well one crew that did that so they put you know they put the studs up they put the drywall up they did the plumbing they did the electric they um did the flooring the vanity the toilet, everything that's in that room and on the outside the door everything is them that way they're you know they're not stepping on each other's toes um and uh it's about it but for for like painting i have a painting crew um I have some guys, I'll do some harbor floors. Um, I have a guy who does a specifically, you know, electrical and plumbing. He's licensed. He's great. Um, guy's a
1: magician. So do you, with your process, do you like to start with the exterior? I feel like some people like to start with the exterior and get it looking really good on the outside. Other people like to do that last, and that's, like, what means it's ready to show. Um, what, what tasks...
0: Do you like to do first? Well, uh, our, our process typically goes like this. So, if it needs a new roof, that's the very first thing that we do. If there's any foundation work, so basically, first is all the structural stuff. After that, we do the cosmetics. So, you know, we'll, we'll replace the windows and do the the trim and whatnot. After that, we move inside the house. If there's any demo that needs to be inside the house, any electrical work, any plumbing work, um, of course, haul out is probably the most important. Just so you can see everything that's wrong. and, uh, after that we do, uh, you know, we start doing the, the stuff to make the house pretty. So the paint we'll do, uh, flooring is always last always, always, always. Um, yeah. And then, and then granites last too, appliances and all that stuff.
1: Okay. And do you normally do much like with landscaping, uh, anything like that?
0: Uh, yeah, my wife actually does it. She loves it. So she'll, uh, We'll bring out a pot of colorful plants. I feel like it adds just so much to, you know. Um, yeah, so it, it adds a whole lot of, whole lot of contrast and
1: uh, makes it pop. Awesome. All right. So, you know, when you lay it out like that, sounds pretty linear, right? Starting with the roof, we're getting it sealed up weather tight and then working into the cosmetics and then making it look real pretty at the end wearing landscaping what are the secrets to having multiple jobs going at once how do you how do you uh, make the jump
0: well you have to have two sets of crews i would say it's uh having multiple people helps a lot uh you know, try to avoid the the one man band kind of kind of people who who go out there and promise you the world, and you know all your hopes, all your dreams, all of your profits depend on them. <laughs> so if you're going to do multiple jobs, have multiple people. Uh, you want redundancy. Uh, you don't want to be caught off guard. And somebody's sick, and or they just disappear with your money. Um, also, I'd say if you're going to do multiple jobs. It's important to stay organized. Um, have your paperwork, take pictures of the job when you're walking through it, you know, originally that way you can explain to your contractor exactly what you need done. You know, um, you could, you could use like the little pen thing and you could like circle like the butcher block that's broken. You could be like this, this, this one right here. I need you to replace this one. Um, yeah, just good communication. So, photos, good communications, and staying organized. Super important.
1: And how do you handle with your contractors you work with now? How do you handle picking up materials? Who pays for materials? Do you give any money up front? How do you, when do they receive the final payoff?
0: Yeah. So, uh, the best lesson that you're ever going to learn is never pay up front.
1: You learn it the easy way or the hard way, right?
0: (laughs) Unless you know them very well, unless they have something to lose. I mean, there's so many people out there who are going to promise you the world, you know, give you, ask you for a deposit and, you know, take advantage of you more or less. Um, As far as materials, we do, uh, we purchase all the materials. We do a phone sale. Uh, By the way, with Lowe's, they will no longer do a phone sale with you unless you have the LER, like the Lowe's card hmm really Mm -hmm. i just figured that out yesterday so Hmm. but yeah i I feel like when you buy materials it's more honest that way because you can see the receipts i I get all the receipts in my inbox in my email so i can go through with it uh and then i could check everything i'm making sure that you know we're not buying like 55 gallon of paint or something like that or a whole bunch of blinds that are somehow magically going to disappear you know even if you trust someone it's always good to you know just keep an eye on them you owe it to yourself you owe it to you know your company yeah
1: the more transparency the better even if you do yeah. know them really well i feel like you just don't have that second guessing going on and yeah. um, so one issue i've run into personally with a couple contractors so we do the big phone sale and then they pick up all the materials And then a day later they forgot two things. And then a day later they forgot one thing and it turns into a constant headache of phone sales. How do you handle, you know, other smaller purchases?
0: Well, I'm on the job. I'm pretty active with managing on the job site. So I'm, I'm probably on the job site every other day for some jobs, this one's super close to my house. So I am here every day. So if, uh, I have a very good idea of what I, what my expectations are. So if I'm at Lowe's or Home Depot now, Home Depot, yeah, I will usually just pick it up. Whatever I need, whatever you know, material that is necessary, you know, okay. tubes of cog, uh, you know, flooring, whatever, doorknobs, like I'm, I'm getting it.
1: I mean, that's good to keep keep your guys on the house, right, and working on the project. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, any other final tips? Any anything that uh, you think is, is a hurdle that that most people struggle with running multiple jobs?
0: Yes, this is this is crucial. So, unless you have worked with a contractor for quite a while, us investors, you know, do not pay somebody out just because they send you photos. Okay, don't do it. I have so many examples of of, of contractors who selectively you know take images to make it look like the job is done but i mean it's half finished i had a guy who painted half of my uh basement and the guy like selectively took pictures of of uh the, the basement to make it look like it was ready and then i go down there the next morning and this guy texts me at eight o'clock at night he's like hey can i stop by your house get paid whatever and i'm like no dude like i gotta take a look at it he's like well here's pictures so i go down there the next day It is terrible also i mean like something might look good on in pictures like i had some cabinets get painted um in a kitchen and then the inside was like pure slop unbelievable it was uh no tape it was just i mean it was it was all over the place i i mean it it's Incredible, incredible. <laughs> or like say a house is getting painted, they're painting the windows. Like, what if the windows get painted shut? You can't see that kind of stuff over
1: mm. pictures.
0: So this is one of those things you gotta put you gotta go over there, you gotta put your hands on the product. Um, you gotta take a look. Don't pay somebody out just because they sent you some pictures, you're gonna get really hurt.
1: That's huge. Yeah, don't verify, verify, verify everything. And yes. Uh, I I think, too, some contractors have a tendency to try to put their issues on you or us as the um, one hiring them. You know, my guys need paid. I need the money tonight so that I can pay my guys, something like that. And uh, I, I used to try to help them out. But now it's like, man, no, that's your you're the contractor. You're running your business. I'm running mine. Here are the rules for how my business runs. The rest is your responsibility. So you probably don't want to work with those kind of people, honestly. Yeah. Like if
0: if that's the situation, you're you're probably dealing with the wrong guy.
1: It took us a, it
0: took us a while to figure that out because
1: we were working. <laughs> All right, man. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I gotta step up my contractors. All right. I think it is. Moving. It is true. The class of people you're dealing with greatly affects how uh, how good a job they do and how many headaches are caused to you, for sure. So
0: definitely,
1: yeah. All right. So what do you guys foresee moving forward, man? In this crazy market, are you going to be busting out more flips? Um, what's What's the plan moving ahead?
0: All day and night. We're we're trying to get as many, <laughs> as many flips as we can get our hands on. Uh
1: you know, just it makes sense. Do you think at this point there's a limit to the number of projects you can do at a time?
0: Um I would think right now at our at where we're at, I would think about three or four would really be pushing I, I think there's more, but it's you have to think about it like what are you willing to sacrifice for that success? Is it is it worth you like missing time with your kids or you hanging out with your wife? Um, to me, not really. Um, we could be doing a lot more, but I think there's more important things than money out there. Once, once you make enough money, like you're, you know, enjoy life a little bit.
1: That's right, yeah.
0: It's not worth dying over.
1: No, no, for sure. True wealth is well-rounded, right? It means having a good family and financial success, having a business and still having friends. You know, I, I don't think you can sacrifice one for the other and be successful, truly successful. So I agree. That's exactly
0: you. why we. That's exactly why we brought you on as a consultant to look at our business and try to free us up some time.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, did it I'm very really
0: glad you came out. You were willing to help us out. Yeah,
1: definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm always glad to help, for sure. So, all right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Always good to catch up with you, man. Appreciate the tips uh, for people on how to run, run rehabs effectively, and how to do multiple jobs. So, always. Uh, what's the best people to the best way for people to reach out uh, to you if they have a question or want to keep up with what you guys are doing?
0: So, I don't have social media besides LinkedIn. You guys can find me on LinkedIn. It's STAS Solomon S O L O M O N. My direct cell phone number if you guys have questions or if there's anything I can help you with is uh, area code is 312 898 3968. Um as as far as uh keeping up with us on the projects that we're doing, we have a Facebook page. Uh, I'm not on it much. It's uh, Comfort Living LLC and uh basically arthur's uh realtor page he posts all of our projects so you guys can go out there and you know there's facebook lives and behind the scenes and we just interviewed like a a granite guy who's doing our granite
1: so all right cool yeah arthur puts out a lot of content on on what projects you guys are doing he's good at that so all right encourage everybody to keep up Oh, with Stas and Arthur, crushing it in Springfield, Ohio market. And uh, I look forward to seeing you, Stas, on Tuesday, back in person. All right, Chad. (laughs) Well, thank you, and I'll see you Tuesday. All right.